you've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Welcome back to another episode of Before My Time. I am your host, Gelsey Laurie. We are joined, as always, with our beautiful friend, co-host, and producer, Matt Kelly. And we are talking about our top five favorite Michael Jackson songs. I might have done top seven. It's fine. Let's do this. It's close to midnight and something. To entertain you, we'll sing your songs for good times, the best times. You can't go wrong. We'll two step, a new step. It won't be long. When the Dixieland is up playing, soon you'll be swaying. So come on, sing along. All right, Gelsey, we tried this with the Beatles, and that was a pretty impossible task. But now we're looking at the 40-year anniversary of Michael Jackson's thriller. So why not try another very stressful pulling our hair out top five list of our top five favorite Michael Jackson songs? I do want to take a quick second to just say we're not going to tackle any of the controversial things of Michael Jackson's life. This is strictly as people who music. admire the music and the the entertainership of him because undeniably one of the greatest entertainers yeah. of our entire lives. Yeah. Um, all right. So now that that little <laughs> preamble I was kind of, of figuring where I was going to put yeah. that and be like, oh, I don't want to say yeah. Yeah. We're not condoning anything that may or may not have happened. We are just saying that, man, what an entertainer. We're just compartmentalizing. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. good at that. So I want to ask before we even dive into this top five, because I do think that this is important to think about when doing this is what was your like first introduction to Michael? I can honestly say, I don't think I have a moment of not knowing him. Okay. I watched VHSs of Michael Jackson music videos just as much and intermittently with all of my like Disney sing along tapes. Moonwalker, wow. okay. the, the Moonwalker movie. I, I watched it regularly. Okay, so yeah. this might paint mine a little bit differently. So, and this is, I'm, I'm saying this because I think that this might show an inclination of what, like, what ended up on our lists and, and why. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, my parents called me upstairs to show me the Thriller music video when it was randomly playing on VH1. And that was kind of my first introduction to Michael Jackson. And then his album, History came out shortly thereafter. Yeah. So that was like my first big, like that was the first album of his I bought. And then I would occasionally listen to like the records and cassettes that my parents already mm-hmm. owned of his. But but 1994, when History came out, that was like my, that, like my, my first ownership of Michael Jackson. Same. We had, it was the yeah. double disc CD. Yeah. So it was the greatest hits on one end yeah, and, and the we new did, stuff on the second. That was kind of the go-to CD. And then there was a VHS video that came out with history and it was just a music video compilation so it's i 
had that as well as Moonwalker. So it's all his music. I, I grew up with the videos. Okay. So I'm that makes very sense. attached and to the music videos as well. And as I'm a dancer, sure it's, you can't not. Be. Yeah, I was going to say he's an incredible dancer. And I'm pretty sure he was the first ever MTV recipient of the video Vanguard. And like rightfully so, because it was every video that he made was uh, brilliant, groundbreaking, brilliant, like mini movie. All right. So as per usual, uh, if we're going to go back and forth with our top fives, we're going to start with Gelsey because she has a three-way tie for number five on her list that she I just can't so simply I'm figure so out. Can't, she I can't could, pick. I really um, was like, okay, knock that off. And I was like, I can't. I can't. If we say something that is on our actual list, we will say, hold it. It's later on my list and then we'll discuss it then. Um, but if it's something that's on your honorable mention list, just say, hey, that was on my honorable mention list. We don't need to hold off Perfect. on those. Uh, all right, okay. so Gelsey, since you've got three at number five somehow, Shut up. let's start with your three. Okay, my three, I basically, almost every song I chose was from the same album. So I'll start with the one that's not on that. Um, my number three of my number five three-way tie is Will You Be There? That was on my honorable mention list. It was the eighth single of the album Dangerous, which came out in 1991. And then the single was released June 28th, 1993, which I don't understand that. I was reading this a lot and it's like the release of the single was always a year after the album released. So how can you re- I, explain well, that to me? Will You Be There, though, was it, also the theme of Free Willy. Right. So it may have, but it wasn't, it may have no, been no, tied no. to that. It no. was, but it was already it was already a song. And then they... Michael was going to write a song for Free Willy and there was no time. And so then they, Will You Be There didn't do as, you know, it it wasn't as popular. And then I forget if it was the producer or what was like, why don't we just use this and make it the Free Willy song? And then it blew up and went crazy. It it hit number seven on the top 100 and went platinum. I love that. Just the the verse melody of that. That da-da-da. Oh, da-da-da. the minute, yeah, that piano starts and then the doom. And oh my gosh, when it gets into that, like, hold me, hold me in the rhythm and lift me up, lift me up sometimes, up sometimes. I'm like, take me to church. I get all like gospel. Yeah, it is. That's, a, I was just about waving. to say, it's a very gospel song for it's Michael so Jackson. It's so gospel. Actually. And it's so, he, he had a phase, he had a lot of kind of gospel y songs earth song is another one that's well that's an honorable mention but he's kind of just like he was good at that powerful like oh and this one it just goes on i i have a playlist that i have made and continue to curate called all time and it literally has my all-time favorite songs and every single song i just freak out and this song is on there and every time it comes on i just like oh i just i'm like fucking feel it it's so good so yeah innately the free willy song which by the way side note free willy i just read this on the inst- on the instagram and i thought it was hilarious that was like free what did it say it was like free willy is a movie about freeing a captive whale played by a whale in captivity captivity yep 100 like, <laughs> i was dying okay so, so let's let's get to the yeah since we have this this i know i know i know number don't five. speed me up don't <laughs> speed me up matt which brings me to my next tie speed demon you see what i did there On the album Bad, it was released September 4th, 1989, and it was used as a promotional single for the album and for the Moonwalker film. It was written by MJ, actually all these are written by Michael, produced by Michael and Quincy Jones. And he wrote it after getting a traffic ticket, making him late to the studio, and Quincy was like, write about how you feel. And he was like, "Eh, okay, I'm a speed demon, and get your ticket right and the music video, I, I love that song. And honestly, the speeding in your mess. I've caught myself, if I'm listening to this song in the car, I legitimately speed. I have a couple no play songs in the car, and this is very bordering on the line because I will speed. And then I think I've told you before, Freebird, Leonard Skinner, I'm not allowed to listen to that in my car. I will go too fast. <laughs> I crash my car. You go to that full song. devil's rejects when it comes I, on. No, I, I totaled my car to that song. <laughs> I was okay, like, this yeah, is the road and that's the side. There I am. I'm a really good driver. It's the only thing that's ever happened. But Speed Demon, if you haven't seen the video, the music video, which is on the Moonwalker movie, it's 
this whole claymation, all these claymation fans are after him. They're like, it's Michael Jackson! And they're chasing him and he's on the um, studio lots and he goes into a costume room and sees this rabbit head. And so he puts the rabbit head on and becomes this rabbit character into claymation. And so he's riding a motorcycle, singing this song and all these fans are chasing him and he's getting rid of them and there's um he even turns into Pee Wee Herman and he's just like get on my boy and pay your ticket ride or whatever like yeah. and then at the very end he has he goes back to Michael and then the rabbit becomes and they have this whole like dance off I love that video I grew up with it so that's my other one and then mixing in with the same my my third way tie is leave me alone single of bad released february 13th 1989 again written by mj produced by quincy jones and michael and that music video won the best music video award for 1990 um the 1990 grammys it, it won a grammy absolutely and incredible it's, video. it's so good and it was also on moonwalker and it is a response to the negative tabloids and the rumors about all the crazy shit that people said about Michael Jackson. And so he just kind of fed into it. And it's that, oh, it's so good. Even the first dun, 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 It's, and the just, don't, don't leave me alone. Oh, it's just, and he's that big giant version of him in the roller coasters built around him and his hands are kind of opening and closing and just driving around and all the dogs. And I love it. So I'll just stop there. I kind of shortened all of those because there was three of them. So I'll let you go. Down yeah, to we'll five. we'll dive in deeper on the ones <laughs> on the rest of it. So my number five is one that I didn't really pay that much attention to until after Michael passed away. Um, I felt like this song kind of got like a weird second life. Like there was always songs that were super popular by him, and I think this one kind of re-emerged as like a a low-key everyone being like, oh, yeah, that's actually one of his best. Um, PYT, Pretty Young Thing. Oh, I love that song. You know, you, you made me feel so good inside. <laughs> I've always wanted a girl just like you. Such a PYT. And that is like, it's, it's walking that line because it's like, you know, 70s, early 80s. It's got this like almost like funk vibe mm-hmm. to it. Uh, but yeah, it's there just that like he just it's so good oh you're such a pyt pretty thing like it's so he's the only michael jackson's the only artist to have singles in the 70s 80s and 90s top 100 no that can't be true oh no sorry number ones he's the only artist to have number ones in the 70s 80s and 90s oh no wait that is still true i think it's madonna is the I think 80s. Madonna might be the only one that's 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. Like, she managed to, like... 2010s? Dec- she has a number I one in 2010? T- I think she had one... Like, it was, like, right in 2010. I'll get research on this in the meantime, but uh, you can you can jump into your number four. Okay. Number four. This is where I started getting a little, like, conflicted on the order, but I think I'll stick with it. So my number four is the fifth single to the 1987 album, Bad. All of my songs are off bad, by the way. Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana was released April 18th, 1988. Again, written by MJ, produced by MJ and Quincy Jones. And it was the number one. It was a number one on Billboard Hot 100. He hired Billy Idol's guitarist Steve Stevens for this song. And it fucking rips. That just... When he know you could hear the like oh strain. It is the sexiest. I think it's one of the sexiest songs. And if you watch the music video is actually just him performing in front of a like at a concert. And that's they filmed it in front of a live audience. And I was just talking to one of my friends about this, how MJ doesn't when you look at him, especially like bad and on, like white Michael versus black Michael, white Michael like is not a sexy guy. No, he's very like emaciated almost. You're like, oh, but his sex appeal and his sexual energy is out of this world. And they're two very different things. And when he sings this song, the sexual energy and buildup that you can feel and that even with every move and every 
Gah! After he sings a Dirty Diana, bam! That bam, he does that head nod. And his little, oh, it's just like, I, you scream like a teenage girl. And it's not him, it's, it's, it's him. But you, do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, I know what I'm saying. That's all that matters. But there yeah. is that, I think it is the sexiest song. It's one of the only songs that he went more rock with, which he had a few. But um, I think he thrived when he tapped more into that hard rock. Um, the guitar lick on it is sexy. I think even when it kind of calms down midway through the... You Take your weight off of me. It's not that. That's the first lyric. But he goes into in the middle of it and comes back. Oh, it's just so good. And you can feel the build of when he's talking about what she's saying. And he's begging for this to end and he's gotta you know call his woman I don't know I, I just think it's such a great song and I can't not whip my hair and go into all the feels when that song comes on I think I only have one song from Bad on my list so what? I don't think we're gonna have yeah I love Bad but I was going it with is, like oh it's like my favorite album almost of all times it might be one of my favorite it's a, albums of all time. It's a really good album. I just went with the okay. ones that like emotionally hit me in in memories and, and stuff like that. These do so I why, mean these do as well for me actually. Yeah. So So that's why my number four, as I said, History was the first album that I purchased that was a Michael Jackson album that was like felt like it was for my generation. Um and the lead single off that was still one of my favorites by him, You Are Not Alone. Another day is gone. I'm still Oh, I love that song. I really, I really like this song. Um, and this is one where it's like, it, it kind of keeps the same melody throughout the song um, because the chorus kind of matches the verse melody too. Yeah, like it's just a good chill yeah. song. And then similar to what you were talking about with Will You Be There, like, you're not alone. Oh, <laughs> like I love when he does that. It, like, it reminds me a lot. Um, you are not alone reminds me of Stranger in Moscow, which also kind of has that same. Yeah. But that Stranger in Moscow. Oh, my God. Like he goes into these and they, they have a very similar chill vibe with his little like mm, at the end. Yeah. Now that is a good one. <laughs> Yeah, but so that's my that's my number four. Um, just I remember like watching that music video for the first time, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Who? Oh, this is Michael Jackson!" Like it was it was very much like me being inter I think really truly introduced to Michael Jackson because I've I said before I was so sheltered from modern music for such a long time that like my first song that I've heard by most of the bands of the '90s is so much later in all of those bands' careers than than like what it should be. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like. Especially the grunge bands, because I didn't really discover grunge was a genre until after Kurt Cobain died. So, like, a lot of my first exposures to a lot of those artists were, like, follow-up, like, the first or second single off their sophomore release, where, like, the rest of the world discovered them right out the gate. So, yeah, that's that's my, that's my 90s rant. That's the only song that I put on my top five from history, but two other songs from it did make my honorable mentions because I do every really time like you say album. history I always uh, I think it was on the history album his song history that every day we make our history yeah Michael Jackson yeah I always I just I hear if I hear the word history in my life I'm singing that song God, well, and I, also I mean that album just one of my favorite songs of all time but it ends with a cover of smile from Charlie Chaplin which is just oh a beautiful, yeah that one yeah beautiful song so yeah it is <laughs> Gosh, okay, so my number three, again, I was really debating these last one, two, threes, how I'm going to place them, but I'm. this is where I went with. So next is the first single released off the album Dangerous, which is probably my might be my second favorite album of, of Michael's, and it is Black or White. I couldn't deny that one a spot on my list. It was released November 11th, 1991, so I was just a little baby. And <laughs> it was number one on the top 100, and it was a three-time platinum-selling single. It was the fastest chart topper since the Beatles get back. It just, it blew up. The music video um, is kind of also what helped it blow up, and it went worldwide. It was honored with the first Billboard number one world single, and that had not been done before. But the, the music video was directed by John Landis, who also directed Thriller. 
and it was written and produced by Michael again, which is, it's, I already knew that he wrote his own music and did this, but it's just, as you look through these songs and see, just written by, written by, so many artists don't write their own songs, and it's just so, like, he's just, his brain's wired differently is all I can say, but it was um, produced by Bill Bottrell, uh, who uh, co-wrote, wrote too, he helped him, but um, he was on the album Dangerous because he kind of wanted to get away from the sounds that Quincy Jones had kind of done and just kind of do something new, which Quincy knows his shit though, but um, Black or White is is such a great, the music video alone, and again, that's what I was first introduced to. That was a, I don't know if you, you may not have been alive for this, but the Black or White music video was a very big deal when that debuted. It was simulcast on like seven different stations, and I remember it being like, it was like a Super Bowl party at my house mm-hmm. of people coming downstairs to watch the Black or White music video debut. I it think, was such a big deal. I think it was, yeah, it was the highest Nielsen rating ever at that time. And it premiered simul- simultaneously in 27 countries with an audience of 500 million viewers, the most ever for a music video. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a big, it was a big huge. fucking deal. That song rules, though. That is a great oh, song. Oh, it's so. So fucking good. And obviously the message is great. And it's like, we love a good, you know, the ending with the models changing. I love but Just that. It don't matter if you're black or white. So fun Weird Al fact. (laughs) Weird Al. Go for um, it. Wanted to do what he considered the Michael Jackson food trifecta and have a full trilogy. Uh, So it was obviously eat it. Mm -hmm. Then there was fat. And he was going to do snack all night. But... Michael Jackson said no to that one because he was like the song is too important, um, which yeah. Al agreed with and said no, you're you're right. I think he may have performed it once or twice live for like special things with his audience, but yes, that was that was supposed to be the third and final uh, Michael Jackson parody from Weird Al Yankovic, which I am kind of curious to hear a uh, snack all night. <laughs> but I get it. I kind of agree with yeah. Michael on being like this. I like that he held like that. The others, he was like, yeah, do it. Like, that's your thing. It's fun. But that he was like, this one's too precious to me. And even just the opening with obviously the recording on the album, the entrance is different than the music video. It's still the kid listening to music. And, you know, turn it down. I said, I, I want to listen to it. Okay. But then in the music yeah. video, you got Macaulay Culkin. With Norm from Cheers, right? As the dad. Yes, 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 yes. Um, it's just, it's an epic. It's an epic, all of it. It's great. And I love him walking through the flames. I don't care. Yeah. Fast. Like, it's just, mm, it's great. Okay. What is your number three? Well, real quick before I jump into my number three, uh, I did get uh, some notes from our research team that (laughs) that was looking into the Madonna thing. I think the way that it works out is that Michael Jackson is the only one to have the consecutive number ones exclusively on the Hot 100. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're including all of the Billboard charts, so like the dance charts and everything else, Madonna has it for 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. And if you're including all of the charts, share is the I, only person that, to have it for six share. decades. Damn, I yeah, was literally, six when decades. we were talking, I was like, we'll probably share too. I almost said that and I was like, we need to move yeah, on. 60s all the way up to the song Good that she did her. for the burlesque soundtrack hit number one on the dance with chart. I Cher, by the way. I, I saw her live in Vegas and she was incredible, but like all her one-liners, her interviews, I, I like just oh. want Cher to come Sh- hang out with me. Cher is one of those people that I think in a couple more years... I could see Cher being right on that same level as the way we look at Dolly Parton and like Betty White of just like they are just the perfect human being and like not like I just don't think that the do praise we, for we Cher is there. Yeah, I think I I do think she's underrated, even though everyone's like, yeah. what? Cher, Cher. But like, I think she's underrated. I was going to literally just say Dolly Parton. I was like, Cher and Dolly Parton are very equivalent yeah. in my mind. I always like 100% put them together. They're just perfect people. They're, they're, they're perfect, perfect people. people with like a great track record of humanity. I just um, love all right, them. So. That out of the way, kind of controversial that this is the song I went with from Thriller, um, not the title track. Billy Jean, man, that that she was more like beauty queen from a movie scene. Why is that controversy? That's like one of his like. No, no, no. Ones. I just think that it's controversial. I picked that over Thriller, but no, I don't think so. But Billy Jean, like. 
just a perfect song. It, it is, is a perfect song. <laughs> like, it really is. And it really emulates everything he was at that time specifically. Like the OG. I mean, that's when he, what is it called? Debuted the Moonwalk. It's just the, the music to it. The, like, the chorus is great, but the pre-chorus, I think, is even better. Mm-hmm. Like, the people always told me, be careful who you love. <laughs> like, Don't go around but yeah. Young girls. And even, again, I, I think one of the big things that is worth calling out with a lot of Michael Jackson songs, especially a lot of the ones that are showing up on both of our lists, is most people don't appreciate that like a lot of the songs that we like, we remember them for their chorus. Like Michael Jackson songs, we remember the verses, we remember the pre-choruses, we remember the bridges, the like beats, everything even worked. Just the yeah. Back like like back to my duty. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, like that's what's like sits in me. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. And no, it's true. It's just every um, I had a couple recordings or tracks of it, it sounded more like the Jackson five. It was still singles um, like working day and night. Oh, that's on my honorable mention. But um, I had some tracks of him in the recording studio figuring it out. And he's like, hey, put more there. Do this. And like messing with it and like figuring out the beats. And it's so cool to hear like the work and process. The process. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. So good. And it is. It's like every little thing. He's like, no, turn that like like the smallest thing. That you're like, I didn't even notice that. He, It's so important. And it does. It, it makes, I think that's why these songs are so incredible is that just every little beat and and like is thought of. And it all matters. And it yeah. all matters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my number three. What's your number two? What song from bad did you put at number two? You're going to be shocked. You'll, you guys will never guess what my song from bad is. It is bad. <laughs> great opening bass line. Oh, great it's verses, so released September chorus. 7th, 1987. Again, written by MJ, produced by Mr. Quincy Jones. It was a number one on the top 100. It went platinum. This music video, the impact it had on my life, and growing up as a dancer, being a da- but seeing this as a kid and trying to emulate, you know, I remember just like walking like with my arms out and just doing like the head bob side to side as I like would walk through and it's just this, oh, it's so good. Won't you slap my face because I'm bad, I'm bad, just really, really bad. And then they had the music video Batter. Have you ever seen that? That was on Moonwalker and it was the kid in Moonwalk and no. they recreated the whole thing with kids. So and they oh funny, it's brilliant. So funny thing with uh, again we're gonna bring it back to Weird Al because I'm a Weird Al guy and also weird. no and also like unfortunately as much as I like Bad I'm such a Weird Al fan that I cannot we're even start singing along. That. I know, but we can't. I can't even start singing along to the song without accidentally falling into the lyrics. Of that. But Jackson liked the idea of the parody so much that they had reconstructed the set for Moonwalker and just gave it to Al to shoot the fat oh, music wow. video in. Oh, that's so awesome. It's I haven't in seen the, it it's in the Moonwalker set. He's like, here, shoot it here. The The relationship that those two had was definitely, um, you could tell that they were like two artists who respected each other. Uh, I Again, I do a Weird Al podcast. There's a Weird Al movie that's out right now. It's pretty good. You should watch it. Um, but I, I read a book from Weird Al and he said the weirdest thing in his career was being at a party, seeing Paul McCartney and wanting to walk up and introduce himself to Paul McCartney. And before he could get there, Paul said, oh my God, you're Weird Al. Can I have your autograph? Ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, like, so, Paul McCartney uh, yeah. basically asked for my autograph too. It's fine. Yes, that is true basically. because he came in. you performed for he Paul. He shook my hand. I shook his hand, actually. He did not shake yes, my hand. Yes, you touched a beetle. I touched a beetle. I touched a beetle. And yesterday I touched um, a spider yeah. when I killed it. Um, yeah, so anyways, but bad. Yes, bad Originally, Jackson wanted Prince on it and and wanted to do like a duet with Bad, but Prince said the first line of that song is "Your butt is mine," and said, "Who's gonna sing that to who? Because you sure aren't singing that to me, and I sure ain't singing that to you." And that's why Prince didn't do it. <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, "That's true." But this was heavily the music video is set in the subway station, and they're all dancing, yep. and all, you know, roller skating, graffiti, and dancing like badasses. The oh, the the choreography in this video, I could just rave about. But it was inspired by my favorite musical, West Side Story, which I love for the choreography. And so it has that gang, 
even the choreography uh, that they do on the break is very Wait, really yeah because i feel like that would be, i i would have guessed beat it would have the west side story inspired mm -mm. this is choreography. If, you, if you yeah one two the, when they the, i can the gotcha. break the dance break is so it's wow. it's west side that's it hands down but my awesome. oh it's so good when they're on the clump and he's they're just doing the little shuffles and his yeah. head moves to the side to the front. Oh, I like that gives me. We should have just done top five Michael Jackson music videos. Well, that's, <laughs> that's like, I told you these are all very tied because that's how I grew up with yeah. this music is the music videos. Like when I was like re-listening to the songs today, I just put on the music videos because I was like, I need to watch them. I get so excited and it, oh, they're just so good. Okay. It is praised by critics as one of the most iconic and greatest music videos of all time. Okay. My number two, an another one that when I was a kid and I had that history, greatest past, present, future album, um, this was the song I would skip on the greatest hits one as a kid because I thought the song was boring. That happens a lot. It turns yeah. into adult. Yeah. No, it's and, and now it's probably my favorite song off of his debut album, Off the Wall. Rock with you. Oh, yeah. All oh. night. <laughs> Do we just harmonize? I agree. I used to change that one as a kid, too. But there's something and I really like about it. It's just a very chill. It's that little trumpet in the background. Like, there's just all these little pieces to that song. And I do think that it's very interesting. I'm looking at my list, and, like, three of my five would definitely fall into the category of, like, Michael Jackson ballads, while I feel like most of your list is, like, Michael Jackson, like, club bangers. Like, the songs Mine you would are much play more at a party. Rock. Yeah, yeah, mine like, are all like the hard hitter. Like they all have a good guitar behind them. Which yeah, and for me, I guess when I think of Michael all Jackson, of them. still, like my my lean is like, no, I like the vibe. I like like the chilled out vibe of like the Michael Jackson slow oh, songs. Oh no, which I like the ones is, where I'm like banging on the floor and I'm like, ah! which is yeah, which is crazy because again, like when that history album came out, that was at a time where again I just discovered Green Day the year prior. So I'm like listening mm. to Green Day, like Offspring, Nirvana, but then I'm like buying Michael Jackson and like specifically wanting to listen to stuff like You Are Not Alone and something that was on my honorable mentions that you brought up, the Earth song. Like those are like songs where I just love, like, oh my yeah, God, this is what Earth I'm here for. What about it? What about us? It's about yeah. <laughs> oh man, I could just like, so good. Okay. Oh, dude, the um, harmony on that, and just uh, you know, we're not talking about the Euro song, but there is that part where it's like it takes like a bunch of beats where it's like, "What about us?" Oh, like, it's so good! It's, it's so, so good! It, yes, that it's was very, on my. Uh, I made my first initial list, and then kind of like narrowed it down from there, and that was one of the first ones I put on. That I was like, that if somewhere. if this was if I didn't do honorable mentions, this Earth song would have been number six on my list. I am so curious to see if we have a tie for our number one, though. There's no way. Because my number, number one, one is from Bad. Wait, do we have the same number one? Because my number one we'll is from Bad. It probably is. Okay, my number one is the seventh single from Bad, released November 14th, 1988, and it is Smooth Criminal. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I got so It's. I cannot deny that that's my number one. Like, fuck me. Uh, what an amazing song, which is fun. Okay, so did you know that, obviously he repeats all the time, Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? He was inspired by the CPR doll, which is called a rescuer Ann, or sometimes people call the CPR Annie. <laughs> so that's oh yeah, that's the Respiration Annie. Respiration, Respiration Annie. Annie was what I was that's always That's actually treating. where Annie, are you okay? Kind of got inspired. That is <laughs> So insane. now I can just think of people like practicing <laughs> the doll pumping. Annie, are you okay? The music video, of course, is what I it premiered on MTV on October 13th, 1988. And it was the center of the film Moonwalker, which is what I grew up with. So obviously there's, you know, a lot of ties there, but it played tribute to Fred Astaire in the bandwagon, kind of the white suit and the, and this is where the famous impossible anti-gravity lean premiered and, and that he did all of his um, concerts and that became very infamous. It was number seven on the top billboard, which is ridiculous. It should be number one. And it was the sixth single from Bad that got on top 10. That's why Bad is like the greatest album of all time. Bad is the greatest album of all time. But Smooth Criminal, just the immediate, the start of the slow shoo, 
it's just like fuck and the the choreography to it is it's so which i just did it i yes i've learned it um it's so good and the whole gangster vibe of him moving around this kind of underground um, like a cd club cd speakeasy club and they're gambling and he chucks one guy and he does a flip there's there's a fancy stunt word for it but i'll just say a little flip to his back and but on time with the choreography and all the women and oh it's just perfect and actually fun fact when i had my concussion last year i went to physical therapy for about two months and my physical therapist was a dancer in this music video and thriller and i jesus lost my share name was patty and i was like wait i need to know everything and she actually got brought on to smooth criminal to help do more of the choreography for the females and the women because she was he you know michael was so in his own thing and do the guy thing and oh and then the move where they like walk and slowly like lift their legs side to side and have like their arms here and the hats down and it's kind of that hat pulled down and he would do like the nod and in the music video it all goes dark and then everyone starts chanting together that annie are you okay annie are you okay are you okay annie annie are you okay are you okay annie doom, doom, doom. and they go into the big dance break and the music comes back on and the lights go on and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> i almost regret that this wasn't a live stream episode just watching <laughs> you lose your mind to this is amazing it's so good um, I, it's my favorite and i just i play it and spin all the time when, when i teach my spin classes I play this in one of the songs of my honorable mention, I'll say, but we like, I love spinning to it. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're spinning to Smooth Criminal. It's, I just, and oh, I, I feel like I don't even have words for it. And I'm just going off into, eh, ah, ah, because that's how I feel about it. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you an opportunity to guess my number one song. And, and here's what I'm going to say. I've had a lot of ballads on my list. It's on bad. And I feel like the lyrics of this song represents everything that's important to me. <laughs> What, what song do you think I put as my number one Michael Jackson song? Man in the Mirror. Yep. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. <laughs> like, I think that this is... <laughs> I just is, immediately... Yeah, I almost... That I, was that was an honorable mention for me because it's, it's such a beautiful song. I was gonna say, I think this is the most beautiful song Michael Jackson has released I, I think that change, change. Don't, don't want to my life. <laughs> like it's just it's such a it's a beautiful song about like being the change you want to see in the world you know what I mean yeah like, it's it's really it's deep but no it's relevant and I, I think it's still it, it's a song a test of time and that it, it is true it's just like we all need to step up <laughs> anytime that there's any giant election, there's always a million people being stressed out or or upset or happy or there's a million different emotions floating depending on how things go and, and all of that stuff. And we're not a political podcast in any way, shape or form. But what I wanted to talk about was like, this song really hits on the, the Mr. Rogers thing of like, look for the helpers. And this song always reminds me to like, look at like, where are the little victories and stuff? Even if something doesn't fully go the way you want it, like, you should be able to find some little beacons of hope in in anything. And that's what the song mm-hmm. always reminds me of. And and if you're not seeing those beacons of hope, then be the person that creates those beacons of hope. Mm-hmm. Like go out there, get involved, get proactive. I think it's a beautiful song. I think it's yeah. I think it's a really beautiful song. Catchy chorus that gets stuck in your ears <laughs> and just it lives dies. in there. Oh man. <laughs> but uh how about we tackle some some honorable mentions? Like on my end, we, we already mentioned Earth Song, and you mentioned mm-hmm. Will You Be There, but I've got three more sitting on my list. I'm curious what else is on yours. Yeah, same. Um, okay, I'll, I'll take it down a notch. I haven't done, if any, no ballads. I mean, Will You Be There just is a little too powerful, but um, Human yeah. Nature. I love Human Nature. Ooh, good one. Why, why tell him that is human nature? I think it's just a real sweet, beautiful, innocent, yeah, I love that one. And then... Um, they don't really care about us. That's a, hits, such a good song. It hits hard. I also use that in spin class. Yeah. It's such a, but the, just the beat that skin hurt, did hurt, everybody gone, that situation. Like, it's just such a like, ugh, like talk about marching in the streets kind of a song. You just get angry to it. Yeah, it is. That's a good one. And again, it comes in with that guitar at the end, and it brings in and builds that anger. And I love that, you know, if Martin Luther was living, he wouldn't let this be now. It's so good. It, and that music video is great. The the prison version. And it's all the yeah, prisoners yeah. kind of 
banging together. And um, that's great. I, I couldn't not put Remember the Time on my honorable mentions. I was going to say, I feel like that's I'm, a song that I don't have that much of a love for. Oh, like, God, I like it, do I ever. But, but I was going to say, just the music video the, alone and knowing everything that you adore, I feel like Remember I love the Time Egypt. is like... Yeah, I lo- yeah. and it's... The music video is with Eddie Murphy. Um, it's so sexy. It's so good. The choreography hits so hard. And I, again, he's so good at coming in with the hard with the, do you remember, girl? You and me on the floor. What about us? Go! do do and it goes into this little breakdown which isn't on the track it's just for the music video and it's so it's so good and so I couldn't not that had to be on there but it just it didn't make my top five as far as that goes the way you make me feel is another one that it's weird it I kind of feel like I have to put it on I love it but it's almost so over done in a way that I was kind of like eh. but one that I do love okay here's another honorable mention is in the closet on dangerous okay yeah. Just keep it. In the I think Dangerous Ooh. is actually a very underrated album. For it is. Oh, it's so like, good. The Dangerous Girl is I have so to also dangerous. give you so many props because I, if I was asked to do a top five list, I would be so self conscious to have all songs from the same album. Like, if you notice, my top five list is literally five songs from four different albums because no. I would get in my head of like, oh, I can't have all these songs. Yes, the you same can. Album. It's it literally you, bad is my favorite no. album. So, of course, I'm going to have the majority from, like, they're no, all. You, I don't. I, I am not making yeah. fun. I am applauding the the gusto to just be like, no, these are my favorite songs. Yeah, no, um, I do. I've got one more honorable mention. Oh my god, I just realized I forgot. Um, blood on the dance floor. I okay. love that. That there was blood on the dance floor. Blood on the dance floor. There was blood on the. Da- oh, it's so good. Okay, anyways, go ahead. What are yours? All right. So, um, actually, I only have two that we haven't said because we did mention Thriller. Uh, so the two that I will mention. One more on history. Um. At one point, I believe it was the most expensive music video of all time. It might still be. Uh, and I think it's one of the only times that Michael recorded a single with a sibling, uh, Scream, Scream, with him and Janet. Is yeah. That song fucking rules. That song does <laughs> fucking roll. <laughs> like, that, that I mean, the guitar solo in that song is fantastic. It's one of the only songs with cursing in it. Um, when he says, stop fucking with me. I love uh, that. Stop yeah. fucking with me. Yeah, it's a big deal. It was a Wanna big deal scream. in 1995 that, he, that yeah. clean cut Michael Jackson dropped fuck in the middle of a song. And then the other one, um, kind of similar to how you said with the way you make me feel like it's just kind of so over. But for about 10 years, I was a wedding DJ. And I can tell you that there is no song that I had found in all of my years of being a wedding DJ that filled the dance floor quicker than the opening baseline of Don't Stop Till You Get Enough that just got people slowly making their way out there, (laughs) just waiting for that. (laughs) And then the whole party's lit at that point. So, I mean, I have heard that song hundreds of times just from DJing parties and weddings and knowing like, oh, dance floor's looking a little bit dead. Let's throw out that dun 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 and then it's so true. You, you can't not you <laughs> can't not I know it has around that same time I do love that song, but I, I think I mentioned it like quickly earlier. I freaking love Got Me Working Day and Night. You got yes. me, got me working day and night, girl. That one's so good. Got me working out day and night. Oh, see, you can't not just like, oh, it's so good. I need to go watch. Just all love your little right noises. Because that's what he does. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Hi, 
Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. So, Gelsey, when we were preparing to do this top five list, I asked you a question, uh, which was, are we including the Jackson 5 on this list? And you immediately were like, look, no. this is hard enough. <laughs> we can't include the, the Jackson 5. Um, but I do want to take a couple seconds to talk about the Jackson 5 because, okay, okay. man, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, what's your favorite Jackson 5 song? Because that's almost borderline impossible in its own right. But can you feel it? God, so many good ass songs. Song. Like, I love that song so much. Just so many. There's uh, so many. I, no, there are. I used to play uh, my... So if y'all listen to the very end of the Beatles uh, episode that we did, I played a clip of me and... Uh, well, specifically Meg by herself doing um, Across the Universe. Uh, at that same show, her and I as the acoustic duo did I Want You Back, uh, which was really, really fun to do is just an acoustic guitar and a v- much more talented singer than myself. But I did get to do the, I want your backs <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> so maybe I'll play a little bit of that <laughs> at the end of That's, this. I like, uh, I got to hear that. Yeah. No, I love, can you yeah. feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? That's another one that I just, I'm like, I need to stand up right now and boogie. Yeah, Jackson uh, Five, because because there is this weird line where I don't know what are the Jackson Five songs sometimes and what are like young Michael Jackson solo songs. But was Jackson Five <laughs> dance and shout, shake your body down to the ground, let's dance oh, and shout? <laughs> I don't know if that technically is a early MJ solo career. Even can you That's, feel it? Might have no. I think that. God, that's what I mean, there was this weird line there, where it was like where it wasn't like. <laughs> It wasn't like out that he was single. People were just like, "Oh, it's just it's Michael Jackson." But yeah, yeah but they then would still sometimes pitch like, it as like the Jacksons or whatever. Back. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. I don't know. There's just so many good. The love you save, I love to stop. The love you save me, cake is slow, baby. When I sent oh, you was, the oh, link, I sent you the link last night because I never knew that they covered Jackson Brown's "Doctor My Eyes," which is like one of my favorite songs oh, ever. Yeah. So listening, listening to them do that song, I'm like, God, this is so good with his like. With that young Michael Jackson oh, yeah. voice singing it, it's amazing. He's, I love too. Oh, we're just going into Jackson Five. Whatever people, you can deal with it. Um, Never can say goodbye used to be one that like I would just make me ball because, um, at the time I was in a long distance relationship, I was constantly always having to say goodbye, and then my whole career has been contract work where I feel like I make these intense summer camp friendships. You know, you live with someone for five to nine months to a year, and then you say goodbye and you go to different countries, you go home, different sides of, of the U.S., wherever, and you kind of know, oh, we'll stay in touch. Just that You kind of know that you won't, and you don't. Yeah. You might run into each other here and there and be like, hey, I'm in your town, let's grab a drink, and that's what's happened. But it is this constant saying goodbye and that song of the, never can say goodbye, girl. No, 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 no. Like, I would just bawl at, yeah. at points because I was just so, I just couldn't take another goodbye at a point in my life. And that one is so good. And then the only other thing that I wanted to bring up, because you know this is coming out on November 30th, which means that we are officially in Christmas season. Got to give oh. a shout out to Jackson 5 with my favorite rendition of Frosty the Snowman. The Michael Jack- the oh, Jackson yeah. 5 version is so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's so if there's any Jackson 5 songs or Michael Jackson songs that we left off, or if you're just really angry that Gelsey picked almost all songs from bed, where can you they go and let us know angry. their frustration? Oh my God. <laughs> you can come and tell me how brilliant bad is and that you totally a thousand percent agree with me on Instagram. You can find us at before my time underscore podcast or find us on Facebook. Just type in before my time will pop up. Do you all hear how angry I am right now? Cause I'm like, I'm right. <laughs> Just noticed that. Anyways, I'm not mad. This is great. Um, yeah. Give us a shout out. Say what's up. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in and listening. It makes me a little happier and makes me want to continue so you can hear me rant about how I'm right. (laughs) Join us next time and have a good, beautiful day.
You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 